podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. De Bruyne, oh, one mil city! Funnels! And Pogba leaves for McTominay! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, it's Guy Drinkle. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Tad Predictable. Usually, I start the show by saying it's game week X, and you know what that means. But the game weeks are over. The season is over. Bank it or burn it is officially over. We had our final last week. We had the last game week for the Premier League. We are here to reveal who won Bank It or Burn It. And this is hot off the press because I have just been sent the, the sheet, the confirmation sheet with all the scores for all the games. We've got a total at the end as well. We've brought on our executive producer, Guy Drinkle, as you would have heard from the intros. He's here basically with the golden envelope to reveal what the scores are on each of the games. We'll run through the 10 games quickly, see what each of our panelists, obviously in our final, we had Jody McKennis versus Alex Letizia. We will see what each of them got for each of the games and we'll give you the grand total at the end. Now, just some housekeeping. And uh, I was speaking to our executive producer, Guy Drinkle, before the show and I was mentioning maybe... Maybe it's me just putting the the, the lawyer's um, hat on. But when we were having our pre-production meeting, I, I, I was saying, you know, if if one of the contestants, whether it is the winner that thinks they should have won by more, or it is the person that didn't win and they think they should have gotten a couple more points or more points or whatever the case may be, we should give them, you know, an appeal window. So... Both contestants are allowed to appeal the final grand score. Um, we, we're going to give them the next five days. If they want to appeal, they can go and obviously look at uh, some of the previous, you know, look at the games, look at the statistics, bring their evidence to us. They can appeal it. And then next week we will have the winner, the confirmed winner um, on the show next week just to congratulate them, celebrate with them. We obviously have now commissioned the prize for them um, and then obviously trying to get that to them as well. I don't think we'll be able to get it to them by next week, but in a couple of weeks, hopefully, we can get the prize to them and they get the bragging rights and also a, a lovely prize as well for winning Banquet or Burnet 2021. But without further ado, Guy Drinkle, Guy Obviously, from behind the virtual glass, you're now in front of the mic to reveal the Banquet or Burnet winner. Now, it's definitely not you. Um, ah. I, how are you feeling about this? <laughs> well, that's a lovely welcome. Welcome to the show, guy. You're bad at this. Thanks. Thanks for that. 
I don't enjoy your horse. Now, look, guy, mm-hmm. you had ample opportunity to go and win this thing. We, we, we gave you a chance to go win this. And you bottled it. You bottled it. I remember the one time you had, I think, 15 out of 20 for the first four games. And you just needed to get over the line. You needed three points to be in contention for the final. You needed four to be the outright winner. And you got like one out of five for the last fixture. Newcastle turned into Brazil. <laughs> they really did. They really, really did. But, Guy, let, let, let's head into this. How, how are you feeling? Obviously, the stats boys and girls have looked at the, you know, each of the fixtures, the 10 fixtures. Can you just give us a breakdown? Like, are, are you happy with the work that's been done behind the scenes in terms of getting the scores in? Um, can, can you can you let us know what that process was kind of like or or just maybe just giving the seal of approval obviously you as executive producer yeah i mean you you've you've uh, you've done the market up and i've done the uh, the double checking so i don't think we can i don't think the appeal i mean you're the, you're the lawyer here today so you're you're the appeal guy but i think the initial marking it look it looks right to me i mean we had a couple surprises in there didn't we with Chelsea and Leicester being a bit botly, so there might be a couple contentious things in there, but it looks all good to me. Good double checking, I think, from me. That's the only thing I'm good at, isn't it, to do with? God. <laughs> well, look, guy, uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, happy with the seal of approval from you. As I said, thank you to the guys that work behind the scenes to get all of those things in. Not just in this one, because it was 10 games, but throughout the season as well. That's quite a bit of work. So we thank them for for that. Um, and I'm sure we'll have something nice for them uh, just to thank you for the season and then looking forward to next season. But, Guy, we started off the last game week of the Premier League with Arsenal versus Brighton. How did uh, Alex and Jody do? Now, obviously, we've got the the five questions that were consistent throughout all 10 games. Maybe do you want to read out the, the questions as well or um, just just to get the, the listeners in, into the groove of it and, and reveal what um, Alex got for Arsenal versus Brighton and what Jody got for Alex uh, for Arsenal versus Brighton? Yeah, we'll do the questions first. I mean, questionnaire, possession 55-45 to the home team. Question B, over three offsides. C, under 20 clearances. D headed goal, E knee slide celebration, uh, goal celebration. So question A. Answer the bank by both of them. Both incorrect. Question B free offsides. Burn by both of them. Correct Amundo by both. And this is where it gets interesting to you with the we finally get a difference in the, the answering. Under twenty clearances. Bank it by Alex. Burned by Jordy. Who was correct there? Interesting stuff. Who was it? It was Jordy. Ah. Was an... I didn't watch this game because I was watching our game. But <laughs> I, I would have went. I think I would have went banked as well. Bit two defensive teams, you'd say. But no, burn well in there, Jordy. Headed goal. Bank it by Alex. Incorrect. It was burned by Jordy that got it right. 
And then both for the knee slide, both hands had burn, both correct. Two correct by Alex and four by Jordy. An early lead for Jordy. Interesting stuff. So she's got a two-point lead there. Um, obviously getting four out of five for Jody. Alex getting two out of five. Let's see. We move on to Aston Villa versus Chelsea. And you mentioned this at the beginning as one of the controversial games. You know, Chelsea needing to win this game, just or even just needing a draw, really, um, to secure top top four. Um, they go and lose this game. It ends up not, you know, not being a a, a critical thing in terms of losing and then missing out they still make top four but well done to aston villa we'll see what the panelists obviously predicted for this one in my head i was predicting a chelsea win so some of my answers would have been steered according to that yeah i'd agree with that really i think chelsea they've had a weird end to the season obviously when tuchel initially came in they've obviously been quite well, they turned the season around getting a Champions League final and did get back into the top four, but that was more down to Fulham. Uh, Fulham, Leicester bottling it rather than Chelsea um, doing well on the day of it. What was it, 2-1 in the end of Villa? Um, yeah, fair, fair dues to Villa. Nothing to play for and trying to ruin a season. I can respect it. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to go through the answers this time? Yeah, sure. Um, so we've got possession 55-45 to the home team. Alex burnt that one. Jody burnt it as well. They both got it correct. Um, obviously, Chelsea needing to get the goals on this one. I, I think they were going to always be the dominant team in this one. So well, well done to both of them. We've got offside, um, over three offsides. Both of them burnt it as well. Both of them were correct. There were less than three offsides on this one. And then similar to the Arsenal-Brighton game, it starts getting interesting here because under 20 clearances, Alex has once again gone with Bank and Jody has stuck with her burns and Jody's right again. So she's taken a, a, a lead in this one, 3-2, uh, we moved to header goals. Now, obviously, if you've watched this game, you know there were no headed goals in this one. Alex, unfortunately, banks it. Jody burns it. She gets that. That's four out of four for Jody there. Uh, two out of four at the moment for Alex. Knee slide goal celebration. There weren't any in this game. Jody burnt the entire Arsenal versus Chelsea fixture list, and, and it worked out for her. So she gets five out of five. Alex burnt it as well. She you know, gets to at least stay in contention here. She gets the three out of five, but Jody's looking pretty decent as things stand. Nine out of ten at the moment. We've got Alex with five out of ten. She's got a bit of work to do, guy. Um, how does she do in Fulham versus Newcastle? The what should have been the biggest game of the weekend ended up Fulham, <laughs> of Fulham bottling it long, long ago. But yeah, I mean, how did how did Alex recover? Let's get into this. I mean, possession 55-45 to the home team. Bank it by Alex, burn it by Jordy. Jordy. Um, Bank it was correct. Well done, Alex. Over three offsides. Burn it by Alex and bank by Jordy. Alex correct again. Under 20 clearances. They both went for ball. burn. They both got it correct. Headed goal. Burn by both. Correct on undo. Knee slides goal celebration. Burn it. I, I, not taking risks with the knee slide celebrations today, and it disgusts me. 
Someone's got to do an Easter Guy, celebration. They, they, this, this is my thinking. And, you know, you being in the UK as well, being in England as well, you know the weather's been kind of off, especially the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's been a, a, a decent day today in London, a bit of sun, a little bit of drizzle, but um, I, I won't complain. But there's been a lot of rain. And my theory has always been, if it's the rainy season, people are going to knee slide. Because who doesn't love a knee slide when it's exactly. raining? I, it, it disgusts me. It disgusts me. But anywho, they both went for burn, and it both was correct because Premier League footballers are all boring. <laughs> I can't even remember the score of this game. Was uh, there even I, a goal? I need to know if the footballers. I need to know if the footballers were rooting for both of them. Yeah, and and kind of just decided they had a exactly, and you know, a, a handshake agreement that they wouldn't be knee sliding this weekend because yeah, as you mentioned, they both burnt it. So that gives Alex five out of five, does it not? It does indeed, and that is an excellent comeback because she did need it. She down in both the previous fixtures, but five out of five, bit of perfection from her there, and it was much needed. Awesome stuff. Jody with three out of five there, getting the first two wrong. Alex is on the comeback. Let's see what happens in Leeds versus West Brom. Um, obviously, a, a game where, once again, similar to the Fulham-Newcastle game, you're kind of hoping that there's going to be stakes in this one. West Ham still fighting for survival. Um, in the previous one, Fulham and Newcastle maybe fighting, Newcastle fighting off relegation, Fulham fighting to stay in the Premier League. It, it, it didn't turn out that way for both of these fixtures. But in terms of possession, 55-45 to the home team, both ladies went with Bankett for, for that game. No surprises there. That's the correct answer. Leeds dominating possession in that one. We've got offside, um, over over three offsides in this game. Both of them went for Bankett. Both of them were correct. Uh, we've got under 20 clearances. Both of them went for Burnett. Both of them correct. The, the, you know, spoiler alert, they went with the same predictions for all of these fixtures in terms um, um for all of these questions for Leeds versus West Brom and headed goals they both went burn they were both incorrect there was a headed goal in this one interesting stuff and then knee slide goal celebration as has been theme on the podcast and and if you listened last week it's not really much of a spoiler they burnt the knee slide celebration and they were both right again. So they end up both with four out of five. I, I think, I suppose, with Jody being in the lead at the moment, she's probably happy with the fixture where they both pick the same things because she, she gets to, you know, take down five questions but continue to, to hold her lead. I know she did. I know there was no way of this, but it's what, it's what champions do. You just copy, you get, <laughs> stay out in front. You're Are you predicting early here? What's what's going on here? Don't, don't just, count Alex out yet. I'm not saying champion. I'm not saying she won, but it's a good tactic. It's a good tactic if you get ahead. Fair enough. Copy Fair enough. it. I'm not. I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. But if you get ahead, just copy them. They can't overtake you. That's what you do. I know there's no way of doing that because you recorded at separate times. But that's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have done. Interesting stuff. So, Guy, take us through Leicester versus Spurs. Obviously, Spurs being Jody's team, so she would have been targeting this one for a five out of five. Um, how did she get on? How did Alex respond? Um, it was another game where you're expecting Leicester to go and win this. They need to win it, and they don't quite do it. Yeah, I mean, big bottle job again by Leicester. Obviously, you've got the FA Cup at least this time too. 
allay the poor end of the season. Um, but yes, but Leicester against Spurs and Spurs with a, a rookie manager as well. Leicester should have taken this opportunity. Uh, they were winning at one point, but um, anywho, let's see who's winning this time in the in the more important fixture. <laughs> um, possession fifty five forty five to the home team. They both burnt it. They are both correct. Over three offsides. Burn it by Alex. Bank it by Jordy. Jordy is correct. Jamie Vardy does live offside, so that might have been a mistake there. Under 20 clearances, both burn it, both correct. Headed goal, both burnt it, both correct. Knee slide celebration, both burnt it, both correct. We have a 5-5 from Jordy and 4 out of wow. 5 from Alex. It's a very tight. I, 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 think, I think she will be absolutely chuffed with that. I mean... If you're going to get five out of five for anything, it's got to be the team that you support, right? I mean, there's backing a team and then there's backing Spurs. <laughs> I think she got lucky with that one. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, okay. So, Jody gets five out of five, four out of five for Alex here. I think Alex is still slightly behind looking to chase here. Let's see how she gets on Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Now, admittedly, you know, me and yourself, Earl, myself and, and yourself, however you want to say it, we're both Liverpool fans. Um, we were hoping for a win for Liverpool in this one. I predicted a 1-1 draw. It was strategic because I've been predicting 1-1 draws and Liverpool have gone on to win games. So I, I kept that you going and I'm worked. happy Liverpool. I, I'm happy. I'm happy that it did work. Thank you, Crystal Palace, for, you know, after after the first five minutes, Crystal Palace kind of, decided they didn't want to play this game. So I'm, I'm, I was very happy with that. It, it ended up not being necessary for Liverpool. Um, they didn't need to win this game. A, a draw would have been fine considering what happened in the other games, but they wouldn't have known this. They went and did the business. Let's see if one of the ladies here can do the business and kind of take an advantage here. We've got possession 55-45 to the home team. Both of them have gone and banked it. They were both correct. Obviously, Liverpool dominating possession in this one. Over three offsides. Both of them banked that there will be over three offsides. Interestingly, they were both wrong. Um, yeah, that that's an interesting one. I suppose maybe with Crystal Palace sitting back really deep, it's very hard for Liverpool to then go get offsides in that game. And as well, Crystal Palace sitting deep, it's very hard for them to go and be offside because they, they they had almost 11 people behind the ball uh, for majority of the game. We've got under 20 clearances, and this is where they then separate here. Under 20 clearances, Alex has banked that. Jody has burnt it. Jody is correct again. It seems like Jody, the, the theme is here, Jody with the under 20 clearances has done really well so far. I think she's gotten every single one of those right. Um, so, so that's something to look forward to in terms of the rest of the podcast if that continues. But she gets it right. She burns it. Um, she takes kind of like a one-score lead on that one. Um, headed goal, Alex burns it. Jody banks it. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I, I, I definitely watched this game more than once. So I know there was no headed goal in this one. Alex gets one back there. As I said, she burnt it, so she gets that score correctly. Knee slide goal celebration, which, as I, as we said, burn, baby, burn for the knee slide celebrations from the ladies. Um, both of them get that correct. There was no knee slide. It ends up being 3-3, Guy. Um, different, obviously different um, predictions in terms of Jody getting that 
that one in the under 20 clearances, Alex getting it back in the headed goal, but they end up with the same score, three out of five. Man City versus Everton. Is is it a similar tie or, or is someone able to, to 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 get ahead in this one? Obviously, uh congratulations to Aguero um getting goals on his last game. That's always a nice thing to see. One of the most, in my opinion, underrated Premier League players, just because he was so good, but he was never given the accolades I think that he deserved either individually or just um, when people spoke about Aguero. Yeah, I really like Aguero. I think in this last decade or so he's been he's been so dominant. But yeah, I think you I think you're spot on. I think there's always been even sometimes in the city team, people have just banged I say banged on a bit disrespectfully, people have always championed other players ahead of him, whether it's David Silver in the Man City team, Harry Kane Suarez for a couple of years, but he's been the one consistent, uh, constant. I think since was it twenty eleven? I think they signed him. He, he's just been consistent. He's just been a goal machine. Uh, there's a reason. He, what is he now? The highest scoring foreign player at one club, I think it is, or something like that. Um, it's just he's just a magnificent player. He just really was. Um, and it'll be a shame that he's leaving the league. Um, but yeah, Man City Everton. Oh God, Everton. Everton, Everton, Everton. 5 0 loss. Finishing 10. 5? Was it 5 or was it was it more? No, it's, it's just crazy. Oh, just yeah, crazy. Five. I was gonna, are you shocked? I got it wrong. Oh, <laughs> I was shocked myself. Yeah. I mean, there's a team that they, they needed the win just to keep the European hope alive. Um, Obviously, I mean, going against the champions, uh, it was champions elect at the time, officially champions now. It's a tall ask. You're, you're probably not going to go and win that, but five? Mm. Thing is, they still had something to play for in this game as well. It may have been slim, but the, was it the Euro? I think it was the Vanarama they were still playing for. So to, to get beat that embarrassingly, let's be honest, by your team that will have had one eye at the very least on the weekend the following weekend with the Champions League to uh, tomorrow night. So to get embarrassed like that, oh God. Yeah, Everton need a, a big over overhaul in the summer. But anywho, let's get into the results of this head to head. Possession. Bank it by Alex and Jody, both correct. Man City were always getting possession in this one. Over three offsides, bank it by Alex, burn it by Jody. Again, maybe Everton, similar to Crystal Palace, play that deep. There's no offsides to there. Burn was in uh, was correct. Under twenty clearances, bank it by Alex. Burn by Jordy. Bit surprised in that, but maybe Everton didn't do that much defending to just couldn't clear it, which is quite possible when you lose five nil. Uh, a headed goal, bank it by Alex. Burn by Jordy. There was a headed goal. Knee slide celebration. Burn it by both. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the pattern is there. They burnt it all the time, and it's correct all the goddamn time. They were both correct, but it's still another win for Jordy there to deal with four out of five to three to five. Interesting stuff. She pulls ahead even more. For me, look, I, I'm, this is just a PSA announcement for the players. Um, the fact that there's not been a nice-like goal celebration in seven fixtures is just ridiculous. And 
you need to sort it out, in my opinion, because we've mentioned the fact, obviously, Alex mentioned to us that she wanted some more fun celebrations. She wanted, like, the robot to be included and stuff like that throughout the season. We explained mm-hmm. to her that we can't have a robot because everyone's just going to burn it um, because it, it rarely ever happens. Well, knee slides, the, the, the ladies have burnt every single knee slide so far, and, you know, Looking down the fixtures, they've burnt every single knee slide in this round, and they're 10 games. It's not the usual five games that we usually play. We needed 10 games for the finals to separate the leaders because they both got 18 out of 25, the highest scores we've ever had on Bank It or Burn It. And they've burnt all of the knee slide celebrations. Next season, and we'll speak to the suits upstairs, knee slides might have to come out here. Like, unless the players sort it out, we'll, we'll we'll have a look at the Euros to see if maybe the players implemented more. And clearly the players listened to the podcast because, I mean, they weren't, they weren't doing any knee slides so far. They knew that both the ladies had burnt it. So players, look into that next season. Maybe you kind of get some knee slides going. Um, we'll see whether it plays a factor next season. But, Guy, we move on to Sheffield United versus Burnley. Obviously, commiserations to Sheffield United, not a good season. Considering how well they did last season, um, hopefully they you know, they have a good season next season and, and we see them back in the Premier League. Burnley, kind of an indifferent season, struggled in certain parts of the season, maybe a lot more of the season than they would have liked, but did well in, you know, when they needed to do well ended up staying in the Premier League, which is the important thing, I would say. I, I don't think that's a disrespectful thing to say when it comes to Burnley. They stayed in the Premier League. They can go again next season, try and maybe sneak into a European position like they've done before in terms of going really high up in the league. We'll, we'll see what they do next season. But in terms of this fixture, and we've mentioned, in terms of the important things from this past weekend, the Banker or Burnett scoreline. So possession 55-45, to the home team, they have both burnt it and they were both correct. Um, over three offsides, they've both banked it and they were both incorrect. There were more than three offsides in this game, which is an interesting tidbit in terms of just looking at stylistically the teams. Maybe they don't necessarily play on the shoulder all the time, but definitely, you know, there were the over three offsides in this one. Under 20 clearances, both of them have burnt it. Um, they were both correct in that one. Headed goal. Now, Alex has banked that one. Jody has burnt that one. And if you've watched this game and if, if you want to go back and look at the replays, there was a headed goal. There, there was not, sorry, there was not a headed goal in this one. It was 1-0 when, obviously, McGoldridge gets the goal. Uh, Long-distance shot, rifles it into the bottom corner. So no headed goal in this one. So Jody who had burnt it, takes the lead in this round. Um, knee slide goal celebration, they've both burnt it, as we've said. They've, they've burnt everything when it comes to knee slide goal celebrations. It ends 4-5 to Jody, and she's looking kind of comfortable. I, I don't want to commentate a cursor because, obviously, we're, we're going through the results at, as we record this podcast, so I don't want to commentate a cursor. But she's looking in a comfortable position Let's see how she does in West Ham versus Southampton. And I hope I haven't commentated because the guy, how, how how do they get on? Obviously, West Ham versus Southampton. This is a fixture that 
weighs a lot on Alex because she is, you know, a lifelong West Ham fan who then marries a Letitia and it, it comes with the surname, <laughs> you know, it comes with a surname. She's now a Southampton fan, obviously still probably has a soft spot for West Ham. She actually predicted a West Ham win in this one, if I, if I remember correctly. And, and I don't think that went down well with the Southampton fans uh, that listened to the podcast. But in any case, um, how did they get on in this one? Alex obviously wanting to do five out of five, not just because she's got the Southampton ties, but because she's got the West Ham ties in this one as well. Yeah, and obviously West Ham won pretty comfortably in the end. I mean, three now. Southampton weird. I would have backed West Ham as well. Southampton seemed to have been on the beach or just physically broken. <laughs> Either way, it's, it's not been a pleasant end to the season for Southampton. But let's get into the results themselves. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Alex went burn it. Jordy went bank it. Point to Alex. Over three offsides. Alex bank. Jordy bank. Both correct. Under 20 clearances, burn it by both, both correct. Headed goal, both burn, both correct. Now to Viva. Here we are. Talk to me. Here we are. Talk to me. The disrespect. The disrespect from these ladies to not put a sneaky banquet on any of these nice lad celebrations. <laughs> has cost Tell them. me it bit them. Tell me it bit them. Come on. It bit them. We yes, got a nice We needed lad. one. We did. We needed one. I can't even remember who it was, but it was obviously a thing of beauty. We got an East Side Club celebration, and they both got it correct. If Alex went for it, she would have got five out of five, and she oh. didn't. Got four out of five, and three out of five for Jordy. We got a East Side to deal with. That's the most important we thing. We finally got, I think it was Pablo Fornals. Um, if I'm not man. mistaken, respect him. I remember, I, 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 Pablo, if you're listening, we love you, dude, because you, you know what? You stuck it to the man. You broke the system. You broke the curse of this podcast. There were nine games or oh, eight games before this West Ham Southampton game. The ladies have predicted knee slide celebration burns throughout the podcast. They were protesting against the knee slide goal celebration. And you know what? Pablo Fernandez has pulled through. He said, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to knee slide. And he's done it. But that meant that Alex got four out of five. Jody got three out of five. Alex is clawing back in this one, guy. We've got one game left. It's Wolves versus Man United. Let's see if Alex can climb back into this and take it. Jody's in the lead. Jody just needs to, as you were saying, play conservative. She can't play conservative because she doesn't know what the scores would have been in the last game but let's see how she gets on i'll start us off possession 55 45 to the home team alex has burnt it jody has banked it it's wolves versus man united and it's it's gone to jody in this one um Guy, how did it go for the over three of sides? Jody's now 1-0 ahead in this one. There was less than 55% possession. I mean, there was more than 55% possession mm. to Wolves in this one, which is weird because it you is. would think Man United will try and dominate this one. Um, 
it didn't turn out that way. Wolves had way more possession than than I would have I, I would have thought. I mean, it, it it was a weird game. Obviously, end of the season, you take that into account in terms of um, anything can happen, especially in teams that don't really have anything to play for. But Wolves had fifty eight percent possession. I, I wouldn't have guessed that before be, before the game had been played. It's 4D chess by Jodie that she knew United. <laughs> 4D chess knew United were playing a weakened team, and she was right. But over three offsides, Alex went for Bankit, Jodie went for Burnett. I mean, Wolves' attacking struggles have been there all season, so you probably wouldn't expect offsides from them. But Burnett was correct. Um, not Again, not playing on the shoulder here. United's. They got the win, but the uh, the strange team. I mean, Rashford lives offside, doesn't he? If Rashford played, that would have been a banker. Yeah, so uh, maybe, uh, I, I, you know, um, either she knew something in terms of she knew it was going to be a weakened team. They had a Europa League final to play uh, midweek, yeah. so maybe they don't want to play their starting lineup players in that one. Or, you know, she, she just had a feeling about it. Um, Alex has mentioned a, a lot of times she... Alex has done really well, but just going with the gut feel. Unfortunately, it's not been working well for her so far in this one. We move on to under-20 clearances. They've both gone for Bernard, and they were both correct. They were under-20 clearances. So, obviously, not a lot of last-ditch defending and just getting the ball out of the danger zone for this game. Headed goal, they've both gone for Bernard, and they were both incorrect. There was a headed goal in this one. It's down to the last one. Knee slide goal celebration. And we know that the ladies were protesting the knee slide goal celebration. This one, they've both gone for Burnett. They were both correct. So of the 10 fixtures, there was one knee slide goal celebration. And I'm looking at you, the players, and I'm saying sort it out. Because that is not on. It's not good enough, especially during a time where it's been raining in the UK. If you're not going to knee slide, what what are we even doing here? But Guy, we move on and, and I give you obviously the pleasure as the executive producer. Can you give us the grand total for the ladies and obviously giving us the the champion elect as things stands pending an appeal from any of the ladies? What have we got here? A score out of 50. Obviously, we've been used to a score out of 25. We usually do five fixtures five questions but for the final both ladies won 18 out of 25 we needed a title decider we went with the 10 fixtures what did they get out of 50 we had to do 33 out of 50 for alex and for jordy a magnificent 39 out of 50 my congratulations to jordy Near perfection. What's that, 78%? What it the is. hell? <laughs> that is insane. The Usman of Bankin or Burnett. No, it. what did she say? She's Amanda Nunes. Oh, God, no. She dubbed herself Amanda. Don't be giving other people Amanda, nicknames. No, no. no. Amanda, no. Amanda Nunes would have got 50 out of 50. <laughs> Come on. That is, that is tremendous, though. 78%. In your answers, congratulations, Jody. That is fantastic news. Our champion elect 
for 2020 2021 your prize has been commissioned it's on the way we we we're sending it to you obviously commiserations to alex Letitia. thank you for playing along she got 66 percent, which is still quite quite high um obviously when they got um to get into the final they both got 18 out of 25 which was 72%, don't quote me on that, but that mats in my head, 72% for both of them to get into the final. Alex falling short of that slightly, getting 66% uh, in this round. Jody getting 78 so she improved by 6%. She stepped up. Obviously, big match temperament. She knew it was the final. She stepped up. Amazing. Congratulations. I know Spurs didn't have the best of seasons, but at least you've got hopefully something to hold on to. I hope you won your fantasy leagues as well. You can hold on to that. Um, for Alex, there's always next year. Um, I know you're going to come back fighting. And obviously, congratulations for completing your charity run. Um, we've been tracking that on a tad predictable and it was really, really commendable. Just um, the, the amount of miles that you did um, day in, day out. I think it was over three or four days. Alex was running for the kids. Uh, go check out her Twitter. Go support. You guys can still donate if you want to. Um, but yeah, our champion for Bank It or Burner 2020, 2021, Jody McKenna is getting 39 out of 50. That is a very high bar to set. Guys, thank you so much for listening along for this season. Thank you so much for sending all of the likes, sending the comments, tweeting at us, DMing us. It's been really, really fun. Obviously, this is the first season that we've done a tad predictable. As things stand, the suits are happy with us um, from, from what I hear. So that's always good. Uh, the feedback has been really positive from them. I've enjoyed hosting the show. A huge thank you to all of the guests that came along. They were really fun. Um, they made my job a lot easier. Guy Drinkle, executive producer, doing all of the hard work behind the scenes. A massive, massive thank you to you. Making sure the podcasts are recorded, edited. It was huge. Um, I, I, I can't thank you enough for that one. But that's going to do it for another Tad Predictable. Hopefully, we're going to have a few more podcasts for you guys this this coming off season. Obviously, Next week, we're going to have the winner, Jody, on just to congratulate her, get her thoughts on the season, maybe hear what she thinks about maybe what Spurs are going to do next season and all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, um, from my end, I mean, I mean, Guy, do you have anything you want to plug, put over or promote before we wrap up? Well, just in about 12 months' time, I'll be announcing I am the winner of this. So that's my book. <laughs> That is awesome. He's already starting. We've only just announced a, a champion elect. We we obviously the ladies have an appeal that they can throw in there, but Guy is already throwing his hat in there for 2021, 2022. Let's see how he does next season. Uh from my end, guys, throughout the off season, go and check out EPL Index website. Uh if you want your transfer news if you want the correct transfer news if you want to know what your respective club is doing this transfer window i think you should go check out epl index at eplindex.com they will have all the transfer news all of the off-season stuff you can also check out there's going to be an interesting daily podcast maybe check out uh dave hendrick's uh two for the podcast twitter account 
because I think he's going to have a Euros podcast this coming uh, off-season, so that's a really cool one. We'll see um, what transpires from that. But just to listen, it's kind of one of those where you listen in the morning, you get to hear which games are coming up, what to look forward to. It's a, it's a nice little preview of, of, of the day in, in Europe that's coming ahead, so I, I recommend that one. You can also always follow this Twitter account, I mean this podcast Twitter account on a tad predictable you can follow at epl index on twitter subscribe to epl index podcast channel on your podcast providers give us five stars write some positive comments if you're so inclined obviously a massive thank you to our presenting sponsors liberty shield you can find them at libertyshield.com as i said you guys use that coupon code epl vpn get a discount Make sure that you sort out all of your viewing pleasures for this off-season. Get ready. Get set up for next season. Make sure that you're familiar with all of the different things that you can use with Liberty Shield so that by next season, you don't have to worry about who is hosting each fixture. You just switch on your Liberty Shield. You just make sure that you've got every single fixture. That is awesome stuff. They've been fantastic to us this season. So definitely, guys, go go. Go interact with them. Um, let them know that you heard about them from us. Uh, that obviously helps out this podcast a lot. If they can hear that, you know, our listeners are using their product or they've heard about them from us, uh, that would be really cool. I've been Tadiwacha Nakira. You can find me on my Twitter handle at Tad Predicts. You can check out all the stuff that I'm doing there, not just a Tad Predictable. There are other podcasts and other cool stuff that I've been involved with as well. The lovely lady that does our intros, and she is the winner of Bank It or Burn 2021-2021. Um, so far, if 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 there is an appeal, we we will deal with that uh, accordingly. But Jody McKinnis, she's at Spursy One for One. Jody, thank you so much for all of the intros. Thank you so much for the editing and all of that stuff for that as well. Thank you for being a guest. You can find Alex Leticia at Alex Leticia on Twitter. Go and support her run that she was doing for charity, guys. That would be really cool. To all of the guests that have been on the show, a huge thank you. And as I say again, to our producer behind the glass, he was in front of the mic this week, Guy Drinkle. He's at Guy Drinkle on Twitter. A huge thank you to you, sir. Uh, Look forward to next season. It should be a really, really fun season for all of us. I'll leave you with this. And remember, Chisinga Perry, Chinoshura. Sports Social Podcast Network.